Welcome to the Camp Randall Platoon Podcast. I'm James White, along with Warren Harris and Jordan Shelton, two former Badgers. You know, we're not going to beat around the bush right now. Obviously, it's a large topic at hand. Big loss this weekend on the road, first road test, you know, for this football team. What happened, y'all? I mean, we, we had our predictions in, you know, last week. We, we all kind of thought we were going to you know, win by 30 points, 20 points. You know, we thought the offense was going to be explosive. What are y'all thoughts on what happened this weekend? All right, slow. You know, like, like you said, let's not beat around the bush. Let's let's keep it, call it spade a spade, starting too slow. And, um, you know, I think that's always been like a kind of like something that's overshadowed, you know, our program, like even years past. Like we would win a lot of games in the second half, but that first half would always be slow. And it just came to bite us in the butt. Like, I mean, you see it, the second half, we almost played, I don't want to say perfect, but we played a really good second half, you know, not turning the ball over. Tanner made some crazy That's throws, boy, but the, <laughs> yeah. some dots, right? But, you know, that first half is just was like, you know, like, like what are we doing? What are we waiting on? You know what I'm saying? What was your thoughts on it, Warren? What was your big picture? Well, what happened in the yeah, game? It just seemed like we couldn't get anything going. Like Soge said, I mean, starting the game slow. I mean, it used, historically, I mean, that's always given us some problems, especially in the first half. Like, you know, there are games where, you know, we take off in the first half, you know, against those teams that we're supposed to. But when you're playing against, you know, good competition, I mean, you got to be aggressive. Like, and I'm not saying, you know, throw the sink at people, but, you know, we can't be playing so conservative <laughs> to start the game. It can't be a feel-around match. No, we got to go get people. And we did that in the second half. We got ourselves in a spot to possibly win the game. And next thing you know, we turnovers, not capitalizing on opportunities and ball security and, you know, poor uh, poor pass protect poor pass protection, you know, lost losing in the run bot game all day. I mean, that stuff comes back to get you. Guys getting tired. A little yeah. bit of everything. So let's jump into the X's and O's. Obviously, first and foremost, you know, the run game was a big part of the win last week. It was okay in the first half. They had some solid runs in the first half against Buffalo. In the second half, you know, Braylon Chez, they kind of took over. You know, this week, you know, Washington State, I mean, you, you got to give them credit. They they came to play in the running game. Obviously, different offense than what they faced last year, but they obviously know the MO is still going to be the same for the Wisconsin Badgers. We're going to hand the ball off to those backs. And mm-hmm. them dudes was – they were coming downhill. They weren't shying away from contact. At that, all. that safety Bro, they had. safety, we, 25. 25? We <laughs> talked about it during the game. Like I told <laughs> you, I'm like, the, whoever he is, whoever he is. The first, the first two plays of the game, the, the <laughs> first play they threw the swing pass to Braylon, <clears throat> hit him. You know, Braylon felt that. Then next play they handed it to him. He – Right in the backfield right again. Back so, in the backfield again. Yeah. So that was kind of the issue. I just felt like they were a little bit more energetic, a little bit more ready to go at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a, a big emphasis for them because obviously for us, you know, when we when we were there at Wisconsin, we were a team that we always wanted to play from ahead. We whenever we went down by, you know, 10, 14 points, it became a little bit of a struggle. Our offense wasn't necessarily, you know, built to be a drop back. You know, throw the ball 40, 50 times a game. That's not what we wanted to do. We wanted to play from ahead all the time. So I just felt like they were just ready to go. And it was a tale of two halves. That first half was hard to watch. And like, we were texting back and forth, like, during the game. And yeah. It, <laughs> especially oh. going into halftime. It was, 
I was worried. I was, I was worried. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, and when I mean worried, like on the verge of getting blown out, honestly. Yeah, like mercy like, rule type blown out. You know what I'm saying? But like, and and we go over the, the stats, right? But like, I'm looking at it. We only, we ran for 90 yards and we only ran the ball total 29 times. Yeah. But we threw the ball 40 times, right? So like, I know it's just kind of it's kind of weird to see the the flip, right? You know what I'm saying? Because usually we're running the ball way more than we throw it. So that's what kind of was like, you know, what's going on. But I feel like I, I like I don't know if it's because we was playing from behind that we felt like we had to throw the ball. Yeah. But it's like we gotta rely on that run game. Like our our two best players on offense are at the running back position. So I feel like moving forward, any of any chance of us, you know, beating the better teams long down the road, I think sometimes like like we're gonna have to rely on that run game or get more creative getting those guys to the ball. Yeah, I thought I mean also like as we watched the game, especially in that second half, like we saw we had receivers to make plays. Like yeah. uh Will Pauling, right? Bryson yeah. Green, couple we got big receivers too. And the boys yeah. can go up and get it. So that helped us out, open up the run game. We had a couple of nice, you know, 10, 11, 12-yard runs here and there when we started hitting people on them uh, explosive plays. So, like, we still need to rely on our run game, but we can allow to, we, especially in man-to-man coverage, like, get the boys yeah. a chance. We got dogs on the outside, and we have a quarterback that can deliver the ball. So being able to figure out how to use the explosive plays to our advantage and to help us open up the run game, right, them explosive deep balls that we have the capability of doing to open up that run game and having people vacate the box. And you say that, Warren, like what what was very interesting to me is like knowing that we have the quarterback and the guys on the outside to to make those, you know, those throws down the field, they were still giving us those loaded, those loaded looks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know from like, just from a defensive standpoint, like, they're pretty much telling us like, you. bro, you gotta show us you can throw. You gotta show us you can throw the ball. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like that first half, you know, I don't obviously, you know, like we came out slow and a lot of things weren't clicking. And in the second half, you know, you started seeing like I, I want to say at the end of the second quarter, going into halftime, and then in the in the second half of the game, you start seeing us take those shots. And you know, we we hit on a couple of them. And it's like, why are you know? It's like watching. It's like, why are we waiting? to do that yeah. like like let's start doing that earlier in the game and then you know our best players are see those those looks where it's like okay it's a lighter box and you know we can break some of these runs but when you have a team that's going to load the box and dare you to throw it and it's like you're still running the ball and then you got guys on the opposite team that can make those plays like we said we named 25 he you know he he's a solid player yeah. their defensive Damn, line, yeah. on the their defense line is a they were a, they're a solid unit so yeah. it's like we got to I don't, we got to play the chess match, right? We got to figure out, okay, what looks are they giving us? What is their, you know, what is their objective? Are they trying to get us to throw the ball? And if they are, we got the players to do it. Let's do it. Let's try it. 100%. But, but honestly, I don't think they loaded the box as much as, as, no, much they, as they we thought. Like they didn't we, load. I saw a lot of six-man boxes. Yeah. And they were sure. a lot, all of that movement up front, that safety coming downhill, making it seven. Yeah. Bro, yeah. like that's where we got to capitalize. Our front struggled yeah. uh, this past weekend. Yeah, that's true too. I think I, to be to be quite frank. Yeah, I think they just couldn't really match their their speed. They're shooting the gaps. They're having some double teams. That's I mean, that's what some coaches you know teach their linebackers: double teams, shoot the gap, you know, beat them to the punch. Obviously, we have you know extremely big offensive linemen. If they get their hands on you, it's a wrap for you know some of those smaller defenses in like Washington State and guys like that. So if they their advantage is their speed, beat them to the punch, 
you know, get the running backs in the backfield, get them before they get going. I think the offensive line definitely struggled, you know, both pass blocking and the run game last week. It, and it was tough. And that that's kind of how we fell behind a little bit. Offensive line just seemed like they weren't ready to go. But I know they'll improve. They'll get better. They're, they're still sure. trying to build that chemistry. But you kind of hit on it a little bit. So that second half, you know, things started to, to click a little bit. There was a little bit more shots. And we saw what, you know, Tanner Mordecai, we saw him, you know, oh, go out there, kind of show the ability that we were assuming he could have this upcoming season. So, like, what do you guys think going forward is going to come from him? Like, I, I saw some stuff. Like, I, like he was moving out of the pocket, you know, to throw to Skylar Bell. That, that was impressive. Rolling to his left. Flame, you know, God, people barreling down on him. And to be able to rip that throw right, right there, you know, for him to drag his feet in. That was, that was something special. So, we obviously have the guy. We have the run game. We have the passing game. It just has to be. All, they had to put it together all in one game. It can't be, you know, one week, you know, Tanner throws for 400 yards. We rush the ball for 70 yards. I mean, obviously that can happen and we can win. But I think how we're going to be at our best is to have that balance where, you know, we're getting, you know, 100, 150 yards rushing a game. Tanner's throwing for, you know, 275 a game to where it's kind of that chess match that we can play where the defense don't really know how they want to play. It's so like, are we going to take away the run mm-hmm. today? Or are we going to try and get – not give up those big plays because guys were getting behind that Washington State defense. And yeah, hundred percent. They had some potential, some very long plays. So I kind of wanted to ask y'all, what can y'all see from him going forward? Because he he showed a lot to me this past weekend. You know, even though it was a loss. I mean, I see I see him producing and putting up the same numbers that he did. Um, if he would have started a little bit, I want to say faster yeah. in the first half, those numbers would have been skyrocketing and would have been better than what they were. So, you know, I just think overall, as time goes, as, you know, as this team continues to gel together and, you know, our OC continues to figure out, you know, what works for certain guys and how to put them in the best position, I think it will overall help him as far as, you know, the passing game and, and being able to spread the ball around and get guys more touches. Um, I do want to emphasize to, you know, like our fans and then even us as, you know, former players and people that, you know, watch the game, like this is a whole new scheme on Mm -hmm. both sides of the ball. Right. And like, we've been playing football for a long enough time to know that you just don't like, no matter how long you've been doing it, you you know what I'm saying? Like no matter how long you've been doing it, the switch is just the transition and switch is just always not, um, just always not as smooth as you think it's going to go. So, you know, I think overall, like as the guys continue to, you know, play together and they learn each other's tendencies and they learn, you know, the looks that defenses are going to give them and what they're going to try to take away from us and what our strong point is, I think everything is going to be a lot more better. And I kind of talked about a little bit with the offensive line. I felt like they struggled a little bit last week. Obviously, they had their, their flashes of protecting well and blocking well in the running game. What do you think that Washington State was doing, Warren? Obviously, you're a defensive lineman. What do you think their defensive front was doing to, you know, get those edges in the pass rush or just creating that disruption in the run game? Uh, to be honest, I think they just – I'm oh, effort. playing in somebody yeah. out physical yeah. us, man. Like, yeah. you, like, 10 – I mean, I can't say it enough. 10, I think he said it was a six-year senior. You can see all of that experience. Yeah. I mean, coming off the edge, three pressures, two forced fumbles, like – that's not just scheme. Like, that's want. That's grit. That's drive. And that's something that we have, you know. Like, all every single guy that we have on this team, like, that's the type of program that we build. Those are the type of guys that we bring in is with that grit, that drive, that, sh- that want to. And it's just I felt like the front wanted it more than us. It was a lot of movement I think we had trouble with. Um, but I think that D-line and them linebackers just got after it. They were flying. 
And I think that's what we struggled with was just the movement. Yeah, and you guys are two defensive guys, so you guys know better than me. What do you think the issue was with the defense, you know, in the first half? You know, the second half, they tight things up. I mean, that's kind of what it was the first week against Buffalo. There was Things were easy for Buffalo in the first half. Second half, they tightened up the pass rush. The second half went, you know, a lot better for Wisconsin, you know, until kind of the fumble happened from Chez and whatnot. Then after that, it kind of went back to more of the same. I feel like that kind of broke their back. So what do you guys think the, the issues were with the defense, you know, the first half and the kind of end the game? Bro, 100% is one word, pressure. Yeah, pressure. <laughs> and, pressure. you know, um, I know it's it's been like a lot of talks with us switching to this 3-3-5 defense and everything. And, um, you know, it was a lot of those looks in the first half. Like, I, I literally tweeted out during the game, why are we rushing three? Yeah. Like, one word, which I, I kind of understand because we're playing a quarterback that yeah. can, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that can move around and, you know, extend the pocket. So you kind of want to put more guys uh, you know, to be able to help plaster to, you know, receivers in the passing game. But, you know, with guys like this, man, if you don't if you don't get no pressure and make them feel your presence and make them feel uncomfortable, it's going to be a long day. And you saw that on Saturday, like it was a long day for our for the for the front, a long day for our linebackers, it was a long day in the secondary. And then you seen like, OK, going towards the end, we start we start bringing more people. And it's like, OK, he's not he's not he's not he's not getting sacked like we weren't getting home yeah, but he, but he was still like you could tell like <laughs> mm-hmm. from his throws like they were a little bit like they're rushed or you know he felt the presence of those guys which it honestly helped us because there were some throws that believe it or not like if he had a clean pocket yeah. those would have been those would have been big <laughs> plays or you know or even touchdowns so i just think you know we got to continue to we just got to continue to pressure people yeah. like we have the guys we have the guys up front we got the guys in the secondary and it, I would tell anybody that like that comments on, you know, the secondary, it's it's hard no matter what to cover people. Yeah. But if you get no pressure, yeah. I like I don't care who and James you can attest, warranty you can test. Top guys in the NFL, the top teams that you know that call themselves DBU, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not successful when you don't have that D line or that pressure on the quarterback to kind of rattle him a little bit. Yeah, what do you think the issues were on defense, Warren? Great. Pressure, pressure, pressure. I mean, we were rushing, dropping eight, rushing three, majority of the first half. And then when we switch it to the second half, you start getting some movement. You start getting guys slanting and stuff up front, disguising blitzes. You start bringing four and five. You saw what happened. Quarterback got uncomfortable. A great player. I mean, yeah. you can see it all yeah. first half, making <laughs> passes, getting out of the pocket. And he even did it a little bit in the second half, escaping pressure. But when you get pressure, you make people uncomfortable. But that goes back to what we said earlier, is being conservative to start the game. We were playing so conservative. Yeah. And I think that's what hurt us in the long run. I mean, it's you see what happens when you play aggressive on both the offense and defensive side of the ball. We make things happen. And so I think it's getting to that sooner than later, than any more than anything. Yeah, I'd agree. I felt like it was really conservative in the first half. I feel like maybe they were trying to, you know, kind of figure out what their game plan was going to be. But they were giving him, mm-hmm. you know, way too much time in the pocket. Obviously, the kid, he, he's a special player. I think He's actually good. Yeah, like, he's good. I think he grew a lot from, you know, last year when they faced him to the, till now. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was taking full advantage. He wasn't rushing. You just sitting there in the pocket, wait, wait, well, wait. No turnovers. I just, no just turnovers. dunk it down, dunk it down to the receiver, let them do the work. I just felt like that's, that mm-hmm. was an issue, too. Like, not only were we giving them a lot of time, but when they were getting the ball to the guys two yards, you know, in front of the line of scrimmage, these guys are turning into 10, 15-yard gains. So the pressure was definitely an issue. Yeah. 
And I feel like in the second half, he started to take off, run a little bit more. So he got a little bit smarter with the pass rush when they were bringing pressure. But that, that kid is a special player. He definitely has a bright future. And I could definitely see him playing on Sundays. But on offensively, Sundays for the, sure. the turnovers, the turnovers definitely killed us. A, you know, a couple strip sacks and obviously Chez's fumble, which I don't think it was necessarily a fumble. But for me, like if, if I had any advice to get to him, I, I don't think it was a fumble. I thought it was a solid run. And the guy kind of you know ripped yeah. it from him once he already had touched the ground. But just always get up with the football. That's you, if you always get up with the football, then you don't really have to worry about those type of situations. Always bring it back to the ref. I know that was the thing that you know Thomas Hammock, my running back coach at Wisconsin, warned. You know how how crazy he was, but <laughs> like, even, I, caught a, yeah, I caught a little bit of Coach yeah, Hammock at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Just always, hey, always walk up, the ball, always walk the ball back to the ref. Then you know you always had the ball at the end of the play. But that was a that was a tough break for us. I felt like. That yep. really broke our back in that point. I think if they don't call that the fumble, I feel like we win that football game. I feel like the momentum was just, just really, really going. And I feel like Braylon or Chess would have ended up punching it in and maybe they got another opportunity to drive down. But I feel like the defense would have been, you know, had that momentum at that point. So it's definitely tough, man. I I was salty. I was definitely salty, you know, <laughs> you know, at the end of that game. I, I was gotta throw this like, out there though. I gotta throw this out. What about that safety? Was it a safety? That's a safety. Like, like yeah, that was, a safety, that was safety. Yeah, I I, And it's so that. crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy to me. It just seemed like every time we go out west yeah, and play, like, there's always something it's weird something. going on. Like, it's something. when we played, like, uh, you guys here, like, we went to Arizona State, and it's like, bro, yeah. what's going on here? You know, whatever the case is. But now it's like, that's one, that's a safety. Two, that is not a fumble. Yeah. Bro, and they didn't and, even and, review it. They, they, were, they, they didn't review. They, they no, they didn't the review the. They reviewed the fumble. No, they, they didn't review the, the safety. safety. Yeah, not the safety. Yeah. And then, that, I mean, that, and the, the commentator reviewable. Yeah, the commentator is easily like, bro, I don't. He's like, I don't know. I, I want to say it was Lewis Reddick from ESPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I, bro, I don't know what it. they're seeing, but this is this is clearly a safety. Yeah, that, and I mean, I, at that point, I want to say we were down. I, I want to say we were down maybe two or, or three yeah, or something yeah. like that. Like that could that is a total momentum shift. And I think people who like. If you don't know, and football momentum is so yeah. important. Like, mm-hmm. I did not know that until I got in some of those big games. And it's like literally one or two plays, yeah. even if they, if you think they're small, can really shift the whole momentum of how this game is going to go. And I think also, like, that fumble was huge. And, you know, I don't know what I don't know what the, the rest were seeing. I mean, I think even on the replay, it kind of was, like, kind of cloudy yeah. on when he lost the ball, yeah. maybe. But that elbow was for sure down yeah. at, in one shot. And it's like, you know, we just couldn't catch a break, man. Yeah. And that's big. You know, you know, James, especially like turning the ball over late. Yeah. Um, it's hard to overcome that's that. Gonna, that's going to take the air out of you all the time. That's going to take the air out of you every single time. Yeah. Especially at the end of the game. You don't know how many more possessions you're going to get. It was, right. I feel like it was like right. five or six minutes left in the game. You know, they were really trying to milk the clock down, go down and punch it in. It, it's tough. It's definitely deflating. And I feel like it really just took the air out of us. So, you know, we all kind of been in a similar situation. You know, we lost, pretty sure that was week two at Arizona State. You know, my senior year, long flight home. You know, I'm sure it was pretty quiet on that flight. But what do you think this week of practice is going to be like? What do you think that the emphasis is going to be for this football team going forward? Um, I just think, you know, the emphasis obviously going to be, I mean, even even game one to game two, like just taking care of the football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. matter if it's interceptions or his fumbles um turnovers you're you know if you lose the turnover margin 100% not 100% but 90% yeah. of the time you're going to lose that football game um we have an opponent here that again we should beat 
but uh, you know, I think we just got to work on the little things and, and keep giving keep giving guys the confidence. Like I think that is that's a big part of you know playing football too. Your coach, you know, reiterating the confidence from you. Like you got to continue to have conf- confidence in uh, Chez and and Ba no matter what, right? Like those are your two guys on the offensive side of the ball and alongside with Tanner, but just keeping, just making sure that, you know, you, you ride with them a hundred percent, no matter what it is, you know, and, you know, if we continue to, you know, get better in the, in the small areas, I mean, everything should be, should be smooth yeah. rolling forward. Yeah. What do you think the emphasis is going to be like for the team this week? Warren, you think they're going to practice a little bit longer, you know, get a little bit more tackling in, you know, you know, what's going to be fast going. start. We go get off to some fast start drill and jump straight into team period. You know, right, right nah, out the gate just know. to get things going. I know playing for Bill Belichick, he would do stuff like that. If we if we were really struggling, you know, to get off to a fast start, you know, fresh out of stretch individual, be like, you know, overse D right off the rip just to, you know, kind of mm-hmm. get you in that mode to to know how juice, you know, yeah. important it is to kind of get the game going. So what do you, what do you think it's going to be for the team this week? Zero period is going to be pursuit drill. <laughs> <laughs> I already Need to know. Be. It's got to be. I mean, that's – we got to have better pursuit and we got to have better tackling. So I think from a defensive perspective, it's going to definitely be a lot of tackling drills, pursuit, and then also pass rush. Like we still haven't found a guy up front that's going to be able to get to the queue. And we have a team that's going to throw the ball. They're going to throw the ball. Now QB may not be as mobile, but we have an opportunity to create pressure, get turnovers. It's a smaller team, you know, so we have a chance to, to assert our dominance yeah. in a sense, especially being at home too. So I think it's, we're going to have to figure out who wants it more on our front from our pass, from a pass yeah. rush perspective. And then offense, like you said, it's going to be protecting the ball. Yeah. And kind of thinking big picture here. I never thought our schedule this year was, you know, that difficult, you know, losing a game to Washington state. I feel like that can, yeah. that can really hurt us as far as, you know, possibly, you know, making it to, I mean, not, we can still make it to a big 10 championship, but, you know, being one of those, you know, top ranked teams and how we were saying we could potentially make it to a college football playoff. Do you think this team could still, you know, be a top 10, top five, top 15? Because we don't play that many ranked opponents. I think right now the only two ranked teams on the schedule are Iowa and Ohio State, which are very important games. And I feel like they're very winnable for us. But do you, th- do you still mm-hmm. think you know, the college football playoff is still a possibility? Will we still be a top 10 team? Will we be, you know, kind of this 20 to 25 range? You know, how far do you think this team can still get? Uh, I, you know, making a college football yeah, playoffs is, <laughs> is extremely tough, right? But, you know, one thing that I've learned just from playing, you, you got to just take it one game at a time because – College football got a weird way of uh-huh. teams losing, and they, you know, what I'm saying they're not supposed to. I mean, you look at this week, right? You had you had Bama go down, and obviously they went down to a good team, but it's like you had Bama go down. You haven't you seeing certain teams that you always are used to uh, being in those top four slots. Clemson starting slow, like they just don't look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like certain teams don't yeah. look the part of how they normally look. Um, if I was a coach, I was just telling, you know, my guys, you know, you just got to keep your head down and keep working and one game at a time because you can get later on into the season and be nine and one. Right. Like with your only loss to Washington State. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you said, we're going to have to play Ohio State, which we know is always in the conversation. 
Iowa is going to be a team that we have to win. (laughs) We got to win that game. It's going to be a tough game, but we got to win that game to get to Indy in December. And then who knows who you play in December, yeah, right? You might, play yeah, Michigan. Michigan. Like a, you might play Michigan. Michigan. You might play Penn State. You might, you know what I'm saying? You might play Penn State, who look good yeah. right now. You might play Ohio State again in a rematch, and you'll have those wins against teams that, uh, you know, that are appealing to the college football playoffs committee. So you know, I mean, I, I think we, I think we still have it, right? Like here was a tough. This was a tough game going into us, you know, no matter what, like. Washington State plays a totally different offense than what we're normally, you know, what we normally see in our conference. Yeah. So if, if we just continue to work, man, just take care of the games that's in front of us. You know, you, you'll be able to put yourself in a position where, you know, one, you want to be in Indy, right? You want to win your conference. And then two, you know, you, you'll be in a position to um, hopefully play, you know, past, you know, past January into the conference. What about you, Juan? What you think it is, big picture? Can they still... They'll be one of the top teams in the nation at the end of the year. I mean, I think they have the potential to. Again, it's it's super early, and what they say, like any given Saturday, right? Yeah. Anybody could lose, depending on the you know teams bring smaller teams bring their game, their A game, and big teams sleep on them, things like that. That happens every year. So I mean, it's it's we control our own destiny, right? Yeah. So we have to take it a week at a time and and take care of the team that's in front of us. And this week being Georgia, Georgia Southern. So we can't look ahead right now. But, you know, when those weeks do get here, we have to be prepared and allow the rest of the world to shake out or the rest of the NCAA to shake out as it does. I think, like I said, I think we have the potential um, as long as we, you know, make sure we win those big games. But it's it's definitely a week <laughs> at a time right now. Yeah, most definitely. I agree. I think everything they want is still out in front of them. They just have to keep gelling, keep building, building chemistry. Because when it gets to Big Ten play, you know, not just those Ohio State games, the Iowa games, Minnesota games, all those games are gonna be tough. You know, a team like Purdue, mm-hmm. they they look better. Than, I mean, they made it to the Big Ten championship last year, but they got a quarterback who's who's talented. They got some explosive players on there, so it's gonna be a tough matchup against mm-hmm. them too as well. So let's move on over to the scout report. Next week they take on Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. They're a solid football team. They're two and zero so far. You know, their offense averaging forty one points per game so far. You know, defense only giving up seventeen points per game. This is a this is a decent football team. This is another one of those games. If you don't you know come out in the first half, you get them some life. You know, those teams start believing this. It's definitely a game that could slip away from us if they continue to play the way they're doing, especially on offense and on defense. Their quarterback Davis Brand, he's completing seventy eight percent of his passes right now. So this this dude's gonna come in confident. He's gonna be in a rhythm. He's a guy who can run around as well, just like you know, Cameron Ward did last week. So they're going to watch that tape. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to you know, try to implement some of the things that hurt us. So this this could be a dangerous football game. and Trap game. Yeah, tra- sure. Trap game for sure. Yeah, and trap game for sure. <laughs> it's it's going to be tough. I think I think this will be a great building block for them. Obviously, I think this is a, a lesser opponent, obviously. So I feel like if they could jump out on this football team, like get the passing game going, get the run game going, you know, score a touchdown, get on defense, get a three and out. You know, come back on offense. Score. We have we haven't seen that just yet. Playing that complimentary full quarter, full four quarter football game. I think this would be big for them. Like I said, if they come out the same way they did, then Georgia Southern is going to be in that game to the fourth quarter because they they're explosive. So, what do y'all think about this upcoming game mm-hmm. this week? I mean, like I, I when we say trap game, like I, that's I just relate to like my experience and like I've played in one of those games, right? Like my senior year, we played LSU. We we beat them, which they were a top five team in the country. And then we turned around the following week and played Georgia State. And literally, Jans, we won that game 
on the last possess like the last possession. And I remember sitting there out on the field and I, I was looking at the scoreboard and I'm like, bro, we literally just beat LSU the week before this and we are in a dog fight. And you know, I think as a team we gotta understand that, right? They're gonna give us their best shot. You know, like it's kind of one of those situations where they don't have nothing to lose, right? Like, I mean, going into every year, do you like obviously their coach is telling them, you know, one thing, but as far as like making the college football playoffs and stuff like that, like I don't think that team is really thinking that. So yeah. this is this is their, you know what I'm saying? Like games like this is their college football playoff, you know, type game, right? To come into, you know, a, a hostile environment and ruin a team yeah. season. So like I said, if we start slow, we're going to be in a situation again where we're going to be looking around and we're going to be looking for a certain player or guys to make plays. Yeah. And we're putting a lot of pressure on them where we can come out and we can play complimentary and, and team football. And, you know, we can run the ball. We can throw the ball. We can get stops on defense. We can get pressure on quarterbacks and make them feel rattled. Yeah. And we'll put ourselves in a way better situation. Like this is the game for us to turn that page and start getting on track as far as playing together. What, what do you think, Born? What do you think about this matchup against Georgia Southern? Like, obviously, we think this team—they're they're talented. I think they're—they're think they're a smaller football team. They're not as big as you know our football team is. So I feel like we should really win at the line of scrimmage. But that doesn't always guarantee anything. Those guys are going to come ready to play. Like I said, from what we put on tape, you know, so far this year, I feel like you know every team is going to feel confident in some areas to come out there and try and stick it to it. Especially in the first half, we've, we've started really slow. So what do you think? this matchup is going to be like this weekend? I definitely think it's a game we should win. Uh, as we said earlier, um, it's going to be one of those. I think it's going to be a confidence builder too. You know, if we go out and execute guys gel, you know, we minimize mistakes, minimize turnovers. Uh, we go out and play like we know we can. It's going to help build some confidence going into the Big Ten season. Um, guys are going to be feeling a lot better uh, than what they were last week. Um, but I definitely think it's a smaller team. We should be able to assert ourselves from start to finish. And that's what we need to focus on doing is figuring out how to start fast. You know, again, trap game. You cannot start slow. These guys are going to have juice because they're coming into Camp Randall. Guys have probably never played in Camp Randall before, and it's an exciting environment. So I know for me, you know, being a player, like I love going into a place I have never been before with a hype crowd because that just gives me more juice. You know, or going into a game where, you know, we may be the underdogs, you know, that helps you play so much better. And that's a real thing. So definitely got to make sure that we're, you know, taking this week of practice prep seriously and we're practicing like we're going to play because that's definitely going to help us uh, this week. Okay, any, any score predictions this week? I know last week our <laughs> predictions were... We were kind of scared. A win, man. By any means. By any means. I don't even want to put it out there. But for for me, I'm just going to say we're hoping it's a lot to little. I just want to see them dominate from the the opening kickoff, you know, from special teams, whatever whatever that first play is. You got to make them feel you. Just set the tone from there. Because obviously, I think guys are going to be itching to get back out there on Saturday. Get an early 11, 11 o'clock game. You ain't got to sit there and wait all day yeah. afternoon to get to it. So hopefully they go out and dominate. So let's go on to what's the word on campus this week? So obviously we all, you know, been a part of, you know, some pretty good football teams. We've been in some matchups where we've gone against some opponents who are, you know, ranked number one, number two, number three in the country or vice versa. We've been a top 25 team, top 15 team, and we've, had some scares, some close, like as you alluded to against Georgia State when you played. Mm-hmm. I, like I had a few when I was playing. So 
Can one of y'all share, you know, some of y'all stories about a possible upset or when you guys upset a, you know, a top ranked team? Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've been on both, you know, sides of the stick. Um, obviously LSU, we ended up beating them and that was a close game. But like, like I said earlier, man, just that, that game was so the following week against Georgia state, that game was so scary. Cause every year, you know, you go into it with college football playoff hopes, right? You go into it and playing, you know, and we got Wisconsin, you know, we always like you guys have played in multiple Rose bowls. I've never played in a Rose bowl, but I've played in, you know, big time, um, game, yeah. you know <laughs> big time games and games in January, or as we would say, new year, six bowl games, which is, is as not the same as the college football playoffs, but it's, it's pretty huge yeah. for your program. And just to kind of see, like, man, it's a team really coming in here that's that's playing us extremely tough, man. Like, what are we doing wrong? Like, I felt like this week, this week's prep or practice was, you know, if not better or just as good as the week before against LSU. And it's like, bro, it's not really working out. And, you know, that's where the togetherness of that team comes. You know, that's when, like, you, you see what you guys are made of in those situations because we all know, you know, it, it might be a game, you know, three, four weeks down the road where it's like you're supposed to win, but here it is, you're in a 24-27, like you guys are down by three and you you, you need a touchdown or you need yeah. a field goal. It's those must-have-it moments that you got to be prepared for. And I think, you know, I think last week definitely helped us. You know, we didn't come out on the, 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 the win column, but it definitely helped us, of, you know, just seeing that, you know, if we do face those situations where um, we in must-have-it moments, you know, we've been there before. What about you, Warren? You were part of, you know, some football teams. I know the year after I left, you guys went on the road against Northwestern. You know, that didn't quite, you know, go the way. Yeah. <laughs> you guys won. I was to us, too. Yeah, yeah have another, we, um, I was injured, actually, that year. I got injured. I was out, like, seven weeks. And uh, so I had to watch. We, but we had a good week of practice prep that week. Um you know, we were doing well. We were playing well that season. And I just think, you know, Northwestern being a tough place to play. Yeah. You know, we went out there. I don't know what our mentality was like. Soj can speak to it. Uh, having played in that game, I don't know what our mentality was like when we got out there. Seeing, like I said, I was injured. But, um, yeah, it was just one of those games that really crept up on us. And it was a tight game. I think it ended up being yeah. like 19 <laughs> to 14 or something like that. Or, I don't want to be the guy, but they cheated us that game too. Remember? No, 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 no. Remember, Jazz caught the touchdown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, like, I he, remember that. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, like in certain moments in football, it's like, bro, the dude caught the ball. He fell on the ground. Okay, his the ball might have moved a little bit, but he fell on the ball. Like he fell on his back, and the ball like juggled a little bit, and they caught an incomplete pass. Literally a touchdown. Yeah, but. I mean, we also yeah. threw we also threw four picks that that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll see, but. But that's the thing, right? Like one turnovers, but then two, it's like people like when you get in those Big Ten play games where we pretty much know, like I know what you're gonna do, you know what I'm gonna do, right? Yeah. You know what I'm gonna call in these situations. We play the same style of football. Those games get really, really tough, and it comes down to those one or two mistakes. Like mm -hmm. we've literally been in games where we either won because we made a play, or we lost because you know, either a turnover or a missed block. And it's like, yeah. you kind of don't want to pin games on just those little mistakes, but that's how the cookie crumble. Yeah. Like, it, we're going to get to a point where these games are going to be extremely close and we're going to need our guys to make plays. Yeah. And I've been a part of a lot of close ones. I don't think I ever was a part of like a loss in one of those situations, but I can remember, I think it was my sophomore year, we played Utah State. That was a really close one. I feel like that was a, a one-position oh, yeah. game. We almost lost to them. I remember going into halftime, I think we were down like 
14, seven or 14, 12, mm-hmm. something like that. Getting boo going to the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's one of the worst feelings of the world going to the locker room and your own fans booing you, which they had a solid team. Pretty sure Bobby Wagner was on that team. They, they had some players, oh, they had some players on that Jamal football team. Williams. Yeah, they had some, and y'all played Bobby. Yeah, they had, yeah. They had some, I didn't know who he was at the, at the time, but then when he got to the league, <laughs> they're like, right. okay, that, that's yeah. why their defense was so good. <laughs> yeah. And we played against, you know, Northern Iowa when they had David Johnson at running back. Well, we win that Bro, game like, the last play. like 14, 12, yeah, like couldn't get nothing going on offense. Defense was playing solid. You know, David Johnson, I think he had a solid little game. I, I remember wondering, I'm like, who this big old dude in his number seven? Like he, he was toting the rock. But, you know, that's what some of these guys, they, you know, playing at a smaller school, it's, a, it's an opportunity for them to show themselves. And they they want to go out mm-hmm. there and compete. It's an opportunity for, you know, NFL scouts may not show up to their to their normal home games. But when you play a team like, you know, Wisconsin, Ohio State, that's your chance to get on the map. If you know you're a DB, you get an interception off Tanner Mordecai, boom, there's some there's a couple eyes on you. If you're you know, if yeah. I'm a running back, I'm playing sure. against the Wisconsin defense, I break a sixty yard run, everybody like, who this guy? So that's that's the biggest part of these games. And especially now with the transfer portal, you know, guys, you know, coming coming from like Ohio State or Wisconsin, and they're transferring to whatever, a Georgia Southern or something to kind of, you know, get out on the field and get some good tape out there. So I feel like the transfer portal's been great because it's kind of disperses the talent and there's talent everywhere. Talent. Like you still find everywhere. a guy like every week you watch a guy who was a former Big Ten player, even like the kid Snyder from Buffalo last week. He played at Rutgers. You know, he came out against Wisconsin. He confident. I, I played the Big Ten before, so I'm gonna go out there and feel confident going into it. But it's a big week for the Badgers. I think last week for me, I love the resiliency that they had because like I said, I've I've been a part of some football teams, especially even at Wisconsin. So you go down 14 points and, you know, we never really lost too many games by probably more than 10 or 14 points when I was there. But if we went down by 14, I don't think we necessarily had the confidence to come back because we never really had to do it. And they almost did it. They were down, you know, whatever, 18 points, 15 points, whatever it was at halftime and coming out and bouncing back. That was that was a positive for me to see because, you know, some teams. I said, they pack it in, you mail it in, you go into halftime down 24-6, or they score a strip set right before the half. That's that's deflating. And to come out in the second half. On the half, road, too. Yeah, on the yeah. road. They came together. They fought. I think that kind of shows what kind of team that we have. Obviously, we you know caught a few you know bad breaks in the second half, but I think those guys will you know, fight back, be chumming out a bit to get back to it. But you know that's a wrap for this week's episode. You know, Hopefully, the Badgers get a big win at home against Georgia Southern. Make sure you guys keep tuning in to the Can't Randall Platoon podcast. Like, you know, subscribe. You know, tell us what you want to see, what you want to hear, and give you analysis week in and week out. Peace out. Let's get a dub. Helmet gonna be on next week. <laughs> Got Let's to get it. <laughs> <laughs>